Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast that celebrates and remembers all things and everything classic TV. Today we want to take the time to remember the life and the legacy of the lovely Raquel Welch, one of the most beautiful women, not only within entertainment, but just one of the most beautiful women, period. She passed away on the 15th of this month at the age of 82 after a brief illness. And um, I tell you, she definitely made her mark during her career, which began in the 1960s. Now, for me personally, I discovered Raquel Welch. Well, I'll get into that a little bit later, actually, how I discovered Raquel Welch. Um, Doing some research for this episode, I found out some things about her that I never knew before. Um, First of all, she was born on September the 5th, 1940 in Chicago. And she and her family moved to San Diego when she was two years old. She entered beauty contests and won most of them, if not all of them. And she knew when she was around like seven years old that she wanted to be an entertainer, wanted to be a performer. So she had that goal and that dream in life at a very young age. She was a very smart girl. Not only was she very beautiful and winning all these beauty contests, but she actually graduated from high school with honors in 1958. She graduated from La Jolla High. She attended San Diego State on a theater arts scholarship. And a year later, she married her high school sweetheart. Now, at that time, she became a weather girl at KFMB. And after she and her husband separated, she moved to Dallas. And uh, by that point, she had two kids. And so she was a single mother. And she was taking care of herself along with her kids in Dallas by working at Neiman Marcus. Uh, Neiman Marcus, if you're not aware, that's a huge department store, luxury department store. And she was also a uh, model uh, at Neiman Marcus. That's what she did there. She's a model at Neiman Marcus, one of the models there. And she also was a cocktail waitress. So that was how she supported she and her kids when she was living in Dallas. Now, she went back to L.A. in 1963, and she decided to pursue an acting career. She got herself an agent, and she began trying out for parts within movies and within television. And she did have some TV appearances in the mid-60s, including episodes of Bewitched and The Virginian and McHale's Navy. Now, she actually tried out for the role of Marianne in Gilligan's Island in 1964. But, of course, as we all know, the part ended up going to Dawn Wells. So at that time, she ended up uh, signing to a seven-year contract with 20th Century Fox. And a couple of the films that she did in her career, I think that Fantastic Voyage was the film that really made her a star. Before that, she did A Swing in Summer. But Fantastic Voyage was the one where she really began to get noticed. And that's when she really became, uh, you know, started to become a household name and she became a sex symbol. Now, the movie that really cemented her as a sex symbol was most definitely 1 million years B.C., which was released, I believe, in 1966 when she wore that um, animal skin bikini. 
and she had all of the long hair and uh yeah that was what cemented her as a pinup girl and a sex symbol and that was what made her definitely a household name after having appeared in that movie other films that she did in the 60s and throughout her career included one million right one one million oh my dear 100 rifles with jim brown lady in cement with frank sinatra she was also in bedazzled she was in bandolero with both jimmy stewart and dean martin and she was in Myra Breckenridge, which was released in 1970. She was in that film with Mae West and a very young, just starting out, Farrah Fawcett. Now, by that point, everyone knew about Raquel Welch, and she was all over the talk show. She was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and she was a pinup girl, and she was a lot of guys' first crush, and she definitely made a name for herself. Now, one thing, speaking of names, I did not know was that when she first got an agent, signed her contract with 20th Century Fox, she was uh, given the... um, suggestion of changing her name now her name was actually Raquel that was her birth name but it was suggested that uh, Raquel might be too difficult to pronounce and so she should switch her name to something like Debbie but Raquel refused to switch her name she was very proud of the name Raquel it was the name that she was born with and she refused to switch to something that was more easier to pronounce, um, more, you know, uh, simplistic. So she really held firm with that and she decided to keep her name as being Raquel and she kept her married name Welch for the rest of her life as well. Another film that she tried out for, I found out not too long ago, was The Valley of the Dolls. She tried out for, she was actually, uh, um, she wanted to be Neely O'Hara in the film. Now, it was suggested that she try out for the part of Jennifer North, which would go to Sharon Tate. Um, But she did not want to portray Jennifer North because she felt that that would not be good for her image. It would just basically keep her solely locked into the sex symbol box, if you will. So she passed on that and wanted to be Neely O'Hara. But no one was interested in hiring her to be Neely O'Hara. They just did not, you know, the studio had no interest in in her portraying that particular character. And so they were really excited about Patty Duke being Neely O'Hara. And so they, you know, gave the part to her. But uh, as I was about to say, My introduction to Raquel Welch was, uh, I was probably about eight, nine years old. And on the weekends, especially Sunday afternoons, I spent a lot of time watching movies on the independent stations. They would always have some good movies on every Sunday afternoon. Well, one day they brought on Mother, Jugs, and Speed. This film was released in 1976, May 1976, and it starred Bill Cosby, Larry Hagman, Harvey Keitel, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Bruce Davison, and of course, Raquel Welch. Now, the film was about um, a group of ambulance drivers, a company of a bunch of ambulance drivers. And of course, 
We all know who Juggs was in the film. Raquel Welch was the character of Juggs because that was the nickname that the guys all gave her at the company because of, well, her very ample bosom. And I can relate to the irritability of being seen solely for, you know, your your breasts. Because I am in that area, uh, very similar, uh, somewhat built like Raquel Welch was. And it does get tiring, you know, all of the jokes and, you know, you're getting, you know, your, 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 your breasts are the thing that everyone is looking at. They're not looking at your face, they're looking at your breasts. And it does get old, it does get annoying. And that was what her character in the film had to deal with all the time. And it was actually, if you, and I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But I did look up some of the details about it recently during research for this episode, and they were saying about how the character in the film, I think her name was Jennifer in the film, um, how she had to really face a lot of discrimination. I mean, she was the receptionist at the beginning, if I recall correctly, and then she became an EMT, and she was trying to move up within the company, but she faced a lot of opposition, sexual harassment, and so she had to really fight against all of that just to be able to move up within the company and she ended up moving up and becoming a dispatcher if I remember that correctly again I haven't seen the movie in so many years I think the last time I saw that movie was somewhere around maybe 2005 so it's been a long time since I've watched it and I'm definitely long overdue to check it out again but um, that definitely was a pretty big hit at the box office in 1976 and definitely as I recall a very entertaining movie really stellar cast and so that was my introduction to Raquel Welch. I thought she was absolutely beautiful in that movie. I had never seen her before. I you know, didn't know who she was or anything like that. But when I saw her in Mother Jugs and Speed, she captivated my attention so much and basically stole every scene that she was in because of the way that she just carried herself, not only her beauty, but the way she carried herself and the way that the character carried herself and how she fought to move up within the company and to be seen as a woman, to be seen as a person and not as a sex symbol and a sex object within the company amongst all the guys that she worked with. But of course, as time went on, I began to watch, uh, you know, see more of Raquel Welch on TV, like she was actually in an episode of Mork and Mindy in the second season. It was a two-part episode, I think. I think also David Letterman was in that episode. Can't remember correctly. Maybe they were in separate episodes, actually. That might have been the case. But I know that Raquel was in an episode of Mork and Mindy, I believe, in 1979. She also appeared on The Muppet Show. I remember she did this really awesome duet with Miss Piggy. She did it first with Cher on Cher's show in 1975, where they did the duet about, you know, um, you know, being a woman. And uh, it's, it's on YouTube. You haven't seen it. Cher and Raquel. It's classic. Classic 70s variety show. It's a lot of fun to watch. These two beautiful women. And, you know, they're having a great time singing. Well, she and Miss Piggy did the same thing on The Muppet Show. And I absolutely loved their duet. I don't remember the year that that aired. But everybody was on The Muppet Show. The Muppet Show was so cool. I mean, they had all of the top celebrities and stars on there week after week after week for the five years that it ran. And Raquel's performance, definitely one of my all-time favorite episodes of The Muppet Show. So after Mother Jugs and Speed, 
I was seeing more and more of Raquel Welch on TV. And I also would see her in Lady in Cement. And I did see her in One Million Years BC. So I became a pretty big fan of hers and definitely an admirer of hers. Now, there was a TV movie that she did somewhere in the 80s, I think. I cannot remember the name of it. But she cut her hair really short, like into a pixie. And um, I think that she and her kids were being terrorized by, I think, an ex of hers. I watched it with my mom. And it was a really good movie. It was a dramatic performance that she was in. And I need to look up her... um, on, I need to look her up on Wikipedia or Internet Movie Database and find out the name of the movie, see if it's on YouTube. I would love to see that again. That would be really, really good to watch that again. But uh, she could also be a very good dramatic actress, and that movie proved that. She was really, really good in it. And also, um, speaking of her appearances on TV and her TV work, she had a uh, special on CBS, simply titled Raquel. It aired April 26, 1970. Big rating success. And also, she was considered to be uh, one of the actresses considered for the role of Alexis over on Dynasty. And here's the funny thing, because originally, George Papard was cast in the role of Blake Carrington. Of course, you had Linda Evans as Crystal. And if Raquel Welch had been on that show as Alexis, that meant that you would have seen George Papard and Raquel Welch and Linda Evans acting in scenes together. No shade being thrown to John Forsyth, who uh, replaced George Papard in Dynasty. No shade being thrown to Joan Collins either, who was Alexis Carrington. They all did a wonderful job, you know, Linda Evans, John Forsyth, and Joan Collins. But again, I can't help but think about how it would have been had it been George Prepard, Linda Evans, and Raquel Welch. I'm sure that would have been pretty stellar. Also, Raquel did an unforgettable appearance on Ronan Martin's Laugh-In in the fall of 1971. I saw that episode when Laughing was coming on Nick at Night back in the early 90s. Absolutely beautiful. She was stunning in that um, appearance on uh, Laughing because they were always talking about Raquel Welch, especially Dick Martin. They were always talking about Raquel Welch and, you know, bringing her up pretty frequently. So she finally appeared in the fall of 71, and it was definitely worth the wait because she was absolutely terrific. She wore this really gorgeous red evening gown and these long diamond earrings, and yeah, she was absolutely gorgeous. But uh, yeah, Raquel Welch, beautiful, as I said, beautiful, beautiful woman, and also, like I said, a good actress um, and um you know, someone that I have had a lot of respect for, admiration for down through the years. She will be missed, but again, her legacy will always remain. Um, She definitely made her mark, as I said, uh, and, um, you know, she will always be remembered very fondly for all that she brought to entertainment and all that she brought to so many of our lives, all the enjoyment that she brought to so many of us. I also found out earlier um, that Stella Stevens passed away um, yesterday on the 17th. And um, I can't remember how old she was. Of course, she is also the mom of Andrew Stevens, the actor. 
Stella Stevens, good actress as well. Um, she was in, in the, the Nutty Pro- uh, Professor with Jerry Lewis in 1963. She also did a film with Bobby Darren in the 60s. She did one of the uh, Cleopatra movies in uh, the mid-70s. Um, I liked everything that I've seen her in. Everything that I ever saw Stella Stevens in, I was very pleased with her performance. Um, I need to do research on her to do an episode, possibly do an episode about her as well. Um, I don't know how much TV work that she did. I'm sure she did some TV appearances. I know that she did. I'm just, I'm not sure of what they were, but I know her primarily from her film work. And again, she never, ever gave a disappointing performance. So I just also want to give a brief acknowledgement to her and to mention that she too made her mark within entertainment and, and show business. She too will be deeply missed. And uh, so, yes, um, farewell to Stella Stevens as well. That will bring this episode of Two Sisters in a TV to a close for right now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. As we remember the life and the legacy of Raquel Welch, and as we also paid homage to Stella Stevens very briefly, we will have a brand new episode coming up next week. Probably, I'm thinking Monday or Tuesday of next week. So please be sure to join us for that. And again, thank you for joining us today. And until our next episode drops, we'll see you all then.